0: Welcome to the Weekend Update for Liberty Leadership and Lies with Larry Lynn. Well, the aftermath of the primaries here in Sevier County is starting to settle in. I'm talking specifically about the three school board seats that were up for re-election. The more the data is looked at, the more odd it seems. All three of the challengers want to look at the coincidence of each of them receiving 24% of the vote in their different districts. If you did not catch that part of last week's episode, here's a brief synopsis of how the GOP primary for Sevier County School Board seats turned out. In District 1, the conservative challenger received 24% of more than 2,200 votes. In District 3, the conservative challenger there received 24% of more than 1,600 votes. And in District 5, the conservative challenger received 24% of more than 1,950 votes. Three different totals of the number of votes cast, yet the same percentage of votes for the GOP challengers. Extremely odd. Now the backdrop to this election is this. Coming out now is a report that is showing a number of states have been using taxpayer dollars in the COVID-19 relief funds to push divisive and sexualizing curriculum in school districts all across the nation. As part of the billions of dollars in the American Rescue Plan for elementary schools, which was sold as life or death by some of the communist members of Congress, people thought this money was to be used to mitigate the spread of COVID and get schools reopened or keep them opened. Well, that isn't how the money was spent. Money that is our sweat equity. It turns out that it was being spent to address social, emotional, and mental well-being or things like inequities. Where have we all heard those terms or words together before? Yep, in the push behind critical race theory and social-emotional learning curriculums. Listen, folks, this cannot be said enough. None of this is rocket science. These people are evil and they just want to diddle our kids. In the process, they are attempting to destroy the family unit here in our republic and replace it with the government as the savior and the hero. So that report that came out ties in neatly with these school board election results here in Sevier County, I think. Just how do three incumbents in three different districts with differing numbers of people voting, how do they win their primary elections against solid conservative challengers in a solid conservative county by the exact same 76% to 24% margin of victory? Definitely something to look into in my mind Where else has that COVID money been spent? Now on to some positive news. The wife, daughter, and I attended the National Day of Prayer event in downtown Sevierville on Thursday evening. It was so nice to see members of the community gather together and lift up in prayer our nation, our state, and our community. In addition to the prayers by many different community and faith leaders, there were some wonderful worship songs sang by everybody in attendance. All in all, it was great to participate in this event in my community. What is disheartening, though, is that I know events like this did not take place all across the nation because the enemy is firmly entrenched everywhere across our great republic. So please lift those fellow Christians up in prayer that do not have these events and in fact face fear of reprisal or worse, if these events were to be held in their communities. How far our Christian nation has fallen. But how great is it that there are still points of light that others can look to, like Sevier County, Tennessee. Also, as I briefly mentioned in last week's episode, the acting superintendent of schools answered my follow-up request on the waiving of fees associated with my open records request. The waiver was denied. However, Tennessee's Public Records Act also makes it clear that anyone requesting to simply inspect records will not be charged those labor costs. So, that is what I will be doing. I'm quite sure that these public officials offer this up knowing that a time and date that is convenient for the average person will never align with a time and date that the agency determines is convenient for them to have the records inspected. Guess what, though? I'm retired. Well, except for my consulting gigs. So that means I am available every normal working hour of every day that I'm in town. So I followed up with a phone call to the office where I was asked to send an email to the person responsible for the curriculum in the district to arrange a date and time. That email was sent Thursday morning and I have yet to receive a response. I'll be sure to let everyone know what I find in that open records request when I have completed my inspection of those records. Until next Saturday, this has been the weekend update of Liberty Leadership and Lies with Larry Lynn. I pray you all have a wonderful weekend. Stand in the arena with me. Reveille, it's time to wake up.